by track i'm your host darren today we're going to be talking about boom from lotus flower 3r uh recorded between 2005 and 2006 at paisley park and released on the 24th of march 2009 on the track it is prince cc dunham josh dunham and mr hayes the track is three minutes 19 and joining me to talk about today is josh norman hello josh hey darren thanks for having me back yeah, so I, it's weird because uh, obviously I just said the length of the track and I realized it was 319, which is uh, obviously the title of another Prince song. Right. Um, you know, which it's funny because 319 is not exactly 319 unless you add the, I think if there's a, like a little segue before it and that makes it 319 um, if you include the segue. So, yeah, I don't know. Whenever I see 319, I always think about Prince. So, always. I hear uh, it. I hear it and I see it. <laughs> yeah. Um so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess uh, I can pretty much, I'm, I'm going to, like, normally I struggle for a genre, but I think I can pretty much say rock for this genre. Totally agree, yeah. It, it is Prince um, on guitar, um, and kind of, it's about the, the most kind of straightforward rock song <laughs> that Prince has probably done in a while. Um, you know, just him, a ton of guitars, and, you know, I, I, and, I mean, as the song goes on, it's, you know, you have these kind of weird... Um, I don't know what I don't know how to classify them, but Prince seems to be kind of doing these really weird kind of like trippy lyrics. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, you know, the the kind of the final three words on the in the in the third verse are celibate mushroom canopy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so, um, I don't know. I I kind of I kind of love how kind of wacky the lyrics are, but they all feel like just a precursor to at the end of each kind of verse we have a chorus but you don't really have a chorus there is no chorus where prince is singing the word boom yeah uh, even though at one point he says sun and moon which you know would rhyme with boom nicely um but at the end of each verse we have like a guitar solo right um and then like the next verse starts and then there's a guitar solo and then you know you have the final verse and then there's kind of like the guitar solo that goes into the outro and to me, those solos feel like the chorus, essentially, like each time, um, you know, a lot of the stuff the Prince is doing on the guitar is very kind of like hummable and kind of catchy. And it, it kind of feels like, um, you know, Prince is skipping out on doing um, choruses just so that he can do, you know, guitar stuff. Um, and it's kind of, you know, it's nice to hear like it's, you know, obviously, you know, Prince was a great guitarist. And so it's always great when you get a song where Prince just decides to focus on his guitar stuff. <laughs> like, it feels almost like these verses are throwaway just so that he can get to, like, a guitar solo. Um, almost like he didn't he didn't want to do like he'd done a few years before and just do, like, an instrumental. But, you know, he wanted to do a lot of guitar stuff. And this felt like the only way he could do it is just to kind of put these these really weird verses um in between you know and they i mean the fact that you have phrases like you know butterscotch mountains and volcano magic and i, I don't know it's it's such a weird i don't know out of everything that's on this album it feels so kind of um i don't know out of place a little bit it's it's kind of just like prince um i don't know just having fun with like playing a guitar yeah a little stream of consciousness lyrics i guess you could say too and um 
like you said, the guitar parts are so unique and they take the place of the chorus. And unlike so much of Prince's studio work, the guitar is mixed in a way that it's really in the forefront. It's not buried somewhere where there's great stuff going on, but you kind of have to dig a little to find it. It's very much in the forefront of this song and this whole album, uh, which makes it great. Yeah, this, that's not to say there's no guitar stuff under the parts of this album, because obviously there are. Right. Uh, obviously, MPLS Sound, which came out the same day, is lacking in the guitar department because it is just all Simpson Lynn drum machines. Right. Um, so I guess I guess the guitar stuff on this album was meant to kind of contrast with MPLS Sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and it really, I mean, like you say, yeah, it is kind of stream of consciousness, this kind of what if another universe complete with the sun and moon and entire galaxy and what's worse, uh, you and I, it's too soon, find each other expanding beyond this dirty room, butterscotch mountains, sunshine. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, you know, I, 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 I don't think there's really anything kind of, I mean, the whole uh, each of each of the lyrics, I guess, kind of have. I mean, there's a whole thing of like the you know obelisk in the earth, uh, down to thirty three RPMs where primordial gives birth, or else we lie neck high, you and I in one another's ooze, volcano magic, summertime. Like, I don't think there's anything really that you can break down in the lyrics, but uh, I guess like the way that Prince phrases stuff and you know the kind of stuff of like obelisk in the earth and you know, Volcano Magic Summertime, like the way that he sings those um, are at least interesting, but I don't think they're saying anything, you know, kind of de- that deep. Yeah, that, I mean, those the last part of each verse, like you said, Butterscotch Mountain, Sunshine, and Volcano Magic Summertime, and Celibate Mushroom Canopy all have a little bit of sexual connotation, especially the last one, Celibate Mushroom Canopy, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. laying underneath, you know, his manhood, I guess you could say. Um, you can kind of get that there's some, there's some sexual references there, but they are even more out of this world than even typical Prince songs. Yeah, and I, I guess like this whole thing of, you know, um, you know, the ebb and flow of angels dancing around the star. <laughs> like, in fact, that that last verse is delivered kind of um, almost whispered, like it's very mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like Prince is singing anything of this kind of particularly in your face. It's like these are all kind of uh, very kind of like you know quiet thoughts essentially that he's having um almost as if he was in the studio and just recording by accident as he was kind of singing these words as if to kind of just think out aloud yeah almost Um, like a sketch of a song to some extent yeah and uh, but then you know the fact that the emphasis on these kind of guitar solos (laughs) kind of Mm -hmm. belies the fact that obviously he knew what he was doing like for sure you you could say um maybe it's like a if it was kind of like a demo then maybe those guitar solos would be missing but you know, you can tell this is the finished product because there's so much effort put into the guitar sound. Um, you know, and I, I, it's weird because I, you know, I obviously other than saying I enjoyed the solos, I don't think there's really much I can do other. I can't try and describe guitar solos, unfortunately. <laughs> right. uh, I think people will just have to kind of listen to those solos. Um, you know, on uh, well, I mean, you can you can listen to them either on Spotify or on YouTube. Uh, every single every single Prince track has been uploaded on YouTube, uh, with or without a video. Right. Um, you know, obviously, obviously, uh, you know, Paisley Park uh, capitalizing on the new YouTube app that you can just listen to music through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, you know, the, the solos are really kind of, um, you know, he does some interesting stuff in there as well. Um, you know, and, and I don't know, it's just it's just really good kind of like guitar kind of. So I know there are people out there who kind of don't like guitar solos, maybe, and think they're kind of like a bit of a waste or a bit kind of self indulgent. 
Um, but like I said, I feel like they're taking the place of the chorus. Like you have these verses and then you, the response to those verses is, are these guitar solos. And, um, you know, each one is kind of different to the previous one. It's not like he's just playing the same kind of, um, you know, thing each time and having that be like the chorus. Um, you know, it's it's kind of different ideas. And, uh, you know, he just, I don't know, he just seems to be having fun playing guitar and that's you know that's something that i think kind of we could always do a little bit more of when it comes to princes you know just him just kind of having a guitar and just kind of jamming out and just enjoying it you know like hearing that is something that you know i think there's a lot of tracks where i kind of miss that kind of thing you know prince obviously had a tendency to kind of go back over and over some songs and i feel he kind of sometimes would drain the fun out of them a little bit um, and I think here we're kind of getting a more spontaneous kind of like in this, you know, Prince in the studio, just having fun with the guitar solo. Yeah. And very, uh, not indulgent, like you were describing, even at, with us, the length of the song at under three and a half minutes. Um, and it's full of, I mean, there's not like a lack of lyrics in the song and we, yet we still get three kind of distinct guitar solos out of it too. And then the song's over. So, uh, it, it goes by almost too fast for me. I could, I could deal with a little bit more of boom. Yeah, and again, like I, th I think just hearing Prince have fun in the studio is something that, you know, it, you'll hear it on a few songs here and there, but, uh, you know, a lot of times his kind of need to, uh, you know, kind of be a perfectionist means he drains, the, mm -hmm. you know, the fun out of stuff a little bit sometimes, um, you know, particularly. I mean, I, I don't know who his engineers were at this point. I don't know if he even had any engineers at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the 80s, when you had like Peggy Mack or Susan Rogers, it felt like they could, you know, direct Prince a little bit and kind of retain a little bit of the kind of the spontaneity that would kind of would be the origin for most of the songs. Um, whereas when Prince is by himself, it does feel, we've talked about this before, the kind of claustrophobic Prince uh, where he kind of goes back over and over stuff. It's notable on this track, obviously, you have C.C. Dunham and Josh Dunham and, uh, you know, Mr. Hayes. And so I think that maybe they're, they're kind of keeping Prince kind of, um, you know, from kind of going back and, you know, draining the fun from it. And maybe also playing off him a little bit and kind of letting him kind of cut loose a bit and, and kind of just, you know, do these interesting solos. Yeah, I agree. I think um, the spontaneity is there. It almost sounds like it was you know, recorded quickly, but really well done. Um, but nothing like the NPG music club days where it sounds like, you know, Prince is in an isolation room and hasn't seen daylight for two years. Um, and it's just yeah. kind of doing what he feels like with no discussion, no collaboration where this song definitely feels more like a collaborative band effort where he's the clear leader, but he's got some inspiring musicians to, you know, kind of help him find his way through it all. And like we said, nice and short, you know, three minutes, 19, <laughs> in and out, three yep. very short verses, you know, some nice guitar stuff, and then the song's over. Yeah. You know, I think there are a few songs from this time where Prince kind of overstays his welcome just a little bit, uh, but this is not one of those songs. This is a, a nice short song, and, uh, you know, you get to you get to hear Prince kind of have fun and, and kind of be spontaneous. Um, and that's that's something that I think, you know, is always it's always great to hear. You know, uh, I think that's one of the things that maybe is why Sign of the Times is probably one of his best albums is because you feel a lot of that stuff, uh, even with the mistakes, you know, the missing kind of like bass parts and the kind of, you know, the stuff that led to Camille. If it, it feels a little bit more like Prince was willing to kind of have those mistakes kind of live in the songs. Um, whereas, like we say, once he's by himself in the studio, he just tend to kind of 
you know, kind of hone things down and make them a little bit more stifled. Yeah, per- perfection uh, that you know removes the life and the fun out of the out of the song. Um, and Prince performed this song a few times live, uh, not on the tour immediately after this, but a couple of years later. Um, and the last known kind of performance of it was uh, from uh, a stream that he did in 2013, uh, where he went from playing this into doing a cover of the song Stratus by uh, Billy Cobham. Um, and that was that was kind of part of the rehearsal stuff that he did with the Third Eye Girl uh, around that time. I mean, for me, I would say, um, I don't know, four out of five. Uh, and that's only because, unlike in other times where I've, you know, taken a star off because the song went on just a little bit too long, I would say just because it's a little bit too short, I could do with like another 30 seconds of the song, another minute of the song. Um, just kind of hearing Prince on the guitar is always, you know, a joy. I often go back to the, you know, the video of While My Guitar Gently Weeps and just kind of fast forward to the point where Prince just starts playing, just so you can watch him play the guitar and just kind of really enjoy the music. Um, and I think that's something you can hear on here is just his enjoyment of kind of playing the guitar. Uh, uh-huh. And I would have just liked, you know, another minute or two of it, you know, just, you know, if, you, if you're enjoying yourself, Prince, just give us another minute and we can, <laughs> we can kind of get into it a bit more. Um, you know, you don't need to cut yourself off so quick. Right. Uh, that's a rare thing, too, to say that this is a Prince song that is good and is not long enough. Um, there have been some times when he's overstayed his welcome on good ideas, but this isn't one of them. I'd be the same as you. I'm a solid four out of five. Um, this is my favorite song from Lo- from the title album, I guess you could say, from Lotus Flower. It sort of is the opening track if you kind of take away the jazzy intro musical thing that precedes it. Um, so I think this kind of serves as a great opening track for the album. Um, and I also thought not only is it a little too short, but the ending seems kind of rushed into the segue into uh, Crimson and Clover that follows it. Um, it seems like it should have a little bit more of an outro or a proper ending of its own because you try to isolate this track by itself and listen to it and it just sort of cuts off. Um, so I would have liked to have, for, for, it to, for it to have had its own closing somehow would have been great too. Yeah, I'd say that's something that's true of this album though. Like a lot of the tracks do kind of, they, like they, I, I don't know that Prince was trying to merge them all into one like he'd done with Love Sexy, but it does feel a, a little bit like each track kind of just cuts off a little bit before the next track starts. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of the perils of uh, CD sequencing, though, isn't it? <laughs> like, yeah, true. Um, if the artist wants stuff to kind of play together, if you try and listen to tracks by themselves, you kind of end up getting stuck with songs that end a little bit too quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, so, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like a, yeah, like you say, From the Lotus is just kind of like, I don't know, like a prelude, really. It's not, it's not really the opening track. It's, I mean, I guess it's kind of the title track, but... At the same time, it doesn't really feel like the, the album really starts until until Boom starts, and then you feel like you're really kind of into the album. Yep. Uh, I would say we've said about as much as we can about Boom, so let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Josh? Thanks, Darren. Uh, yeah, I host uh, co-host a podcast with my wife named The Mountains and the Sea, where we take a Prince album or associated artists or ancillary B-side tracks and talk about them in one episode and we'll come to the closing and each pick our own mountain or high point and see a low point from that particular album or era. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter at TMATS, T-M-A-T-S podcast. Uh, that's for the mountains and the sea. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast or you can email us, not sure why you would, at PrinceTrackByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Josh. Thank you, Darren. And otherwise... <laughs> Boom.
Corner of Costume.